What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we are going to be talking about what to do about the decline of the big, you know, in the, the mainstream kind. <laughs> and what we should do to capitalize, bro. I think I've been drinking too. Um, we're also gonna be talking tights. We're gonna be talking to Chris Wagan, and we're gonna be talking about his book. And also tonight, tonight we have the announcement. Of the winner of the drawing contest. Yes, That's all coming bro. up in just a few. La 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 tonight. Where's that from? Where's that from? No clue. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Let's get it. We are the only show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans. Welcome to Cast the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most, the crazy band bearer, and I am with George the Dreamer Madena. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. It is Tuesday, August 22nd, and today it is going to be extra exciting, not just because we have Chris Wagan with us tonight talking about his book, Tights, but because we are going to be announcing... Right. The winner of yes. the joint contest that Sammy has put on for the entire, I believe it went for like a month, right? A month or something, something like that. It went around, it went, I extended it. So it was like 45 days, maybe like seven weeks or something like that. That's um, right. That's what's right. up, Addie Marie? Art, yeah. What's up, Arena? What's up, Rodasco? What's up, Paul in the house? Everybody. This everybody. in the house. Lou Pond in the house. Imagination. Yes, you got Michael San Martino. Fun intro. Thank you. What's up? It's, it's yes. big time. It's big time. Yes. Uh, yes. But if you haven't done so yet, guys, please hit the like button. If you're yes. in the chat, like button right now, give us some likes. Also, if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the channel, uh, comment, yes. do all that fun stuff. Share the video. Share it. Share it. Share, share it. it. Yes. Make sure it gets out there. Um, you know, it's good for the indies. It's good for us. Good for everybody. So anyway, what's going on, Sam? We got a big show tonight. We're probably going to go over the hour mark because we do have a lot to cover. A lot. You know, we're going to be talking about, you know, the topic that we had last week, a part two on that topic. We're going to be yeah. talking to Chris. We're going to be talking about the joint contest. We're going to be doing our shenanigans. It's going to be crazy. So let's jump into it, Sammy. What you got? What's going on with you, dog? Well, first and foremost, I'm getting ready for my next event, uh, my next in um, appearance um, here at the book tour. So, you know, we started at Denton's Comic Expo. That's been done. I did a book signing at Collected Comics. Shout out to them at Collected Comics. And I'm getting ready for College Station Comic Con. And uh, that's going to be um, pretty dope. I'm looking forward to that one. And um, it's going to it's gonna be exciting. You know, this guy. Look at that picture. Yeah. What, is the, what are you thinking about that picture? Sad? That is like, that's like, hmm. Say, how you doing? 
<laughs> so I'm looking forward to that one. Um, I got 16 new prints for that event and a brand new trading card, limited edition. So you know how I do. If you come over to my booth, you get a free trading card just for coming by and just chatting it up with me. Um, no commitment involved, um, just for saying hello. Um, but I got a new, a secondary, the, the new version trading card. I'm not going to show it just yet, but... Um, that one's going to be available um, when you purchase one of the, one of my books, um, the graphic novel, at the event. So um, come down to Artist Alley. What's up, Sofo Sofo Five? Um, and uh, so yeah, come down to uh, College Station. It's going to be dope. I know it's a big anime crowd, so I got a lot of duty as um, prints, which is going to be exciting. Yes. So I'm getting ready for that. Yeah, I'm getting ready for that. And um, don't forget, bro. You know, I got my Kickstarter. Um, it's going to be launching October 2nd. The link is in the chat. Sign up if you haven't done so already. Um, this is book number six, Peekaboo, I See You. Introducing a whole lot of new characters. Um, you know, no boo for you, catching ghosts of what we do. Patrick and Brittany. You got um, the, the janitor. A whole lot of new characters in this series coming after duty. I mean, the, the, the world is just... Every, the, the walls are closing in on duty and duty has to find a way to evade and uh, um, escape you know, the madness. So that's going to be fun. And remember that every comic book is filled with uh, trivia and puzzles and activities for the entire family to enjoy. So it's something for everybody when every book and it's fun. So I would love for you to sign up. The link is in the chat. Sign up. Um, you know, my goal is to uh, break 100 backers with this one and uh, I can only do it with your support. Um, and uh, I think that's What's going on in, on my end? What's going on in your world, bro? My world, my world. So tomorrow, tomorrow, I will be releasing issue number three of Ross 5377. Issue number three is releasing tomorrow on the anyoneworld.com platform. So check it out. Go to anyoneworld.com and download the third chapter. You do get a discount for downloading it tomorrow if you put in the code that you were that you watched it on the show. Geez, now I wish I remembered that code. I will get that code for you guys. So stay tuned for the rest of the show. Uh, the philosophy of duty that picture. <laughs> yes, indeed. And at least what's going on. So yeah, so I have that going on. Let, let, let's do the let's do the, uh, the the things here first before I continue. What else you got? That's it. That's it. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's going down tomorrow. So make sure you check it out. Download the third issue. Go to my website as well. You can check out all of uh, the other stuff that I have on there. The um, this week, and thanks to the sponsor of the show today, we're going to show you a little a little video put together by ASAP Imagination, Mr. Hades, and uh, the folks out there. The Any One World Con is happening at the end of this week, so that's uh, Thursday and Friday, the twenty fourth and twenty fifth. It's going to go from 2 to about 7 p.m. Just correct me if I'm wrong, Paul. You're in, you're in the chat. So that's going down. And I will have a, a little spot in, in the show. I'm doing a, a little, a little uh, shoot the ish is what we're calling it with Mr. Paul Hades. We're going to be talking some stuff on this. So that's happening on the uh, Any One World Con this week. So check that out. I will also be at, uh, what is that, the, uh, on September 9th through the 8th through the 10th. Baltimore at Baltimore Comic Con, and Mr. Michael Sammartino will be there as well. The same weekend, I'm going to be at the uh, College Station. Look at yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. There's going to be a lot of uh, a lot going on. So I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be walking the floor, checking it out with my boy Jonathan Syfax. I will be doing that. I can't figure out which issue on the side is Russ Part One and Two. Oh yeah, well, uh, I have one and two there now, so you can just download both of them. 
Uh, and three is coming out tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Word. But uh, thanks, Alex. I appreciate you. Baltimore, baby. That's right. Michael San Martino, big shout out to him, man. He's got some stuff coming out. Um, issue number four will be out at that show. And I'm very excited to see what he's got going on with Technic yeah. Gods. Technic Gods. Um, what else is happening? What else is happening? Oh, um, finally, I forgot to. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm, I have that going on. And also, I will be working with uh, ASAP Imagination in their, uh, in their world, in their universe. And I'll be writing a book called The Dead of Night, issues two through four. I will be penning those. So I can't wait for that. Ah, ASAP Podcast is the discount code for Russ. Thank you so much. So I appreciate you. So yeah, just type in podcast at checkout and you'll get a discount for our issue. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Oh, finally, I forgot to I forgot to even mention it. I don't know what's wrong with me. Shame on the shame for the shame. But uh, if you go to uh, kidinacomic.com, yeah. kidinacomic.com, um, uh, the second volume, the second actual paper, the second edition of A Kid in the Comic, where Duty is featured in, has is being distributed as we speak. But you can actually subscribe on their website and have it uh, sent to your store. So Duty is a comic strip as well. In a Canada comic, and in the second edition, uh, Duty has a how to draw Duty section, which is pretty fantastic. So, Duty's doing big things, right? Duty does what Duty does, and it's fantastic. So, visit a kid in a comic.com, visit a comic, a kid in a comic.com if you want to have these papers um, delivered to your home, which has dozens of fantastic artists and writers and other comic strips alongside Duty. So, that's pretty dope. Um, let's see what. And uh, and JD Calderon has a Kickstarter running too. Yeah, everybody does. Um, and mine is Spiffy. Oh, and nice. in, and the kid in the comic. He's a, he's oh, in the kid in the there you go. Awesome. Spiffy. That's awesome. I like spiffy. that. Sounds spiffy. I see Marty. And <laughs> not to plug myself. It's all good. Hey, listen, it's in there. It's in there. Pingui Pingui yeah, Pinguino's in there. Um, you got something about the unicorn war stories. Where's Spiffy? What page are you on? There's a lot of horror stuff in here. It's like something for everybody. It's pretty dope. Charmy, Duty, Lizards, Quirk. Am I not seeing it? <laughs> Spiffy. There you go. I see Spiffy. Spiffy's right there. There you go. Plug, plug. Right there. Bang. Oh, I, see I see it. All right. Yeah, cool. Yes. Cool. Awesome. awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah, subscribe to A Kid in the Comic. Subscribe to the, uh, what is it, Seven Papers? Papers yeah. I was putting myself. Yes, yeah, it's seven uh, papers a year, um, nice. which is pretty dope. Yeah, and I'm the only girl currently working on a kid in the comic. There you go, represent. We gotta, we gotta grow that. We gotta all grow single that. ladies, all single ladies. Anyway, so <laughs> okay, okay, Queen B, I, I feel you, Queen B. Okay, it's <laughs> over now. <laughs> That's it. That's almost as good as Bitty Bitty Bum Bum. Bitty Bitty Bum. All right, see, it's a fun show. It's a good show. Yo, it's talking of fun. All right, so this is like a stupid segue, but we have we have um Chris coming up, and he's gonna be talking about his book Tights. Chilling it. If you guys pick up that book, okay, he's got a kick. His Kickstarter ends actually tomorrow for issue yes. number three. But in issue number two, Sam, I don't know if you noticed this. I was reading that book today. I'm if you, I know you have the book, go to page okay. 19. I'll just say go to page 19. Uh -huh. Big shot. He gave you a big shout out. It's incognito. I loved it. I thought it was great. So check that out. Look out for that. And for those who are uh who may not know, me what, a shout out? well, yeah, baby. 
What? Those who may not know, yeah, those, those, those who may, wow, I gotta read it now. <laughs> no, the Jesus. problem is, the problem is, I have such a backlog of, of, nah, of Kickstarters that Same I haven't got caught up yet. Same here. I have um, his book, so I, I, I hit him up and big shout out to him because he's a great dude, man. But I hit him up. I said, I said, hey, Chris, because I, you know, I pledged their campaigns or whatever, but I couldn't find my my um, my PDF. So I, I hit him up. I was like, I was like, Chris, um, I can't find it. And I want to read it before the show, just so it's fresh in my mind. And then when I started reading the second issue, I realized I never read this. And it's a great issue. I mean, listen, when are you going to start working for the big twos? I don't know, because you got the skills, Chris. You got the skills. We're going to be you got the minutes. touch. But why don't we go into Get Your Meds as a segue, Sam? Because we, we got we got to talk a little bit about part two of what we were talking about last week. I was, in my, I was enjoying it. I was having a, I was having a singing moment. I know. I, was, I know. But listen, <laughs> it's a packed show tonight. It's a Let's packed go. show. We got pack it up. Pack on. it in. Let me begin. Let's give I a shout out to our sponsors. I, I won't ever slack up. Punk your best to back up. Let's get it. Why and how are mainstream comics in a decline? Should indie comics capitalize on it? This is part two from the conversation we had last week, which is a very popular conversation. Part two, part two. Now, listen, we're going to have to fire our producer because he was supposed to throw in the, the, the sponsor before. We're going to do that before the, the guest. No, we're we're going to talk to him. We'll talk to him later. Yeah, we're going to do that right him. before the guest. Yeah, we'll talk to him later. But anyway, yes, this is part two. This is part two, part two of that. So last week we were talking about why they, they, they've been in a decline. Sam's on a roll, man. You got the time. <laughs> yeah, he's on a roll, kid. That was um, great. What movie is that from? I don't know. Come on, George. I have no idea, bro. I, I don't know. I know you know Sam Martino. No, I don't know. All right, let's see if he knows before I give it, it up. Might, go ahead, go ahead. But last week, we had part one. We were talking about why mainstream comics are in decline. And now, today, we want to talk about how can we capitalize on the fact that maybe, just maybe, Marvel, well, the big two, I would say, are slipping a little bit. You told me about some stuff that's going down with a couple of more um, indies or, or big, big, big indies. I'm not yes. talking about little indies, right? Yes. IDW, I believe, is going through some stuff. And even Image has changed some of their rules when it comes to submitting. There you go. That's you found about. it? You got it? Transformers. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. Now, let's so talk the about game it. Is, yeah, so the game yeah. is changing and it's changing dramatically. There was a time I think it was like... During COVID or pre-COVID, during that time when COVID happened, um, publishers were trying to snatch up as many IPs as possible, right? Because they wanted to have first right options to be able to pitch it to the networks and they wanted a piece of the pie. So Indies was selling the rights or 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 giving them 50% or 70% just to get published by these publishers um, because they knew that these publishers had access to Hollywood and they would go and represent and try to get those, those, those deals done. So what happened? was i think recently on hey, uh, bleeding, bleeding cool they announced that idw is dropping all creator owned um properties and they're giving the rights back to the creators um because they've bitten off more than they can chew they've taken on so many different things and what happens is so here's what happens you think you get a deal right oh, i got a publishing deal but then they put you in the pipeline and you might not get published for two years they'll say yeah well you're going to put you in um, for distribution in 2026 or late 2025. So you're sitting on limbo and you can't do anything with that property because now it's they, they, they have um, the license and they have the right for it. So I, so if IDW is feeling the pain of you know the economics on, on being able to actually move that many products 
and now they have to release it back to those indies. What does that mean for the market? You know, what does that do? Because now you have a lot more creators that I don't know how many were in their, their database um, or in the inventory, but that's additional people that are probably going to go to crowdfunding or try to find another source to get this stuff published. Um, but what does that mean for, for the, the small press community? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And then, and then even image. Hope you're doing great. What up, D? Yeah, man. Um, and then even, even image change. Image, yes. Uh, there was right? an interview I was watching. Um, if I find the link, I'll post it on social media. There was a, there was a, a, a creative team that were published through Image, but one of the caveats was they had to pay five thousand dollars to get to for the marketing, right? Initially. You have to have at least $5,000 upfront uh, for marketing. So I think something's changed. Um, and this was on YouTube and I got to find that link again, but something's changed in the game where initially they would pick you up. You wouldn't get anything until they recouped all the operational costs. But I think now the cost of advertising your stuff in like a previous magazine or whatever, the, you know, everything's gone up. So now they need to be able to have that addition to your project. Um, uh, so, I mean, everything's changing fast, right? So it, does it, 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 is it still worth the risk of, of partnering with a publisher where you know that, you know, number one, creative control, you really, it's limited, right? Um, timeline, you're really limited in your say, right? Um, all those things, but just for the sake of saying, is it just for bragging rights that you want to have to be able to say, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to be published by image and picked up by this or I'm picked up by that. But it never sees the light of day because it sat in the pipeline because they might have been a competing product that's already on the market that they're publishing that they don't want your project to compete with, which is why they acquired you and they put you on the shelf. So there's a lot of things you have to consider today. Um, so what does that mean for the little guy? Yeah, I'm just on the uh, on the uh, image submissions page and it, it doesn't speak. They to don't that. mention it. They don't it mention it. It doesn't speak to that, but it does, says, it does say this. Image Comics publish, uh, publishes creator-owned slash creator-generated properties, and we don't pay page rates. No. Image takes a small flat fee off the books public. Yeah. And it will be the responsibility of the creators to determine the division of the remaining pay between their creator team members. The only thing they mentioned about, about pay. But, yeah, man, I mean, things change. I don't know where to look for the right publisher. Scary. Yeah, no, things change. But, but here, here's the thing, right? So we, we're talking about how can we take advantage of the fact that what's happening with the big two and even in this kind of turmoil with the bigger companies, how can us small publishers or, or indies take advantage of that? Like, right? what do we do to take advantage of that? Yes. We still want to be able to maybe latch onto a, a publisher that will put us out there, catapult us into, into more eyes and, 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 and whether it's iPads because digital or homes because people are buying the comics, but how do we do that? And I think, and I think, and to give credit to, to the creator that we have on today, I think it boils down to writing great books. It's about creating really good, 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 solid books that these other companies look at and say, whoa, that's a threat. Like that can really do something in the, in the industry, right? That can really do something as far as like if it gets into, into a comic book store and somebody looks at a book, like for example, we're gonna be talking to Chris today. So let's say for example, somebody sees tights on the, on the shelf and they see, whatever, you know, Venom on, on, on next to it, which one are they going to pick up? I think we have to make sure that our stories, you know, fall in line with that are as good, if not better than what they're writing. Because I, I think a lot of, a lot of the things that people are walking away from these other companies, because they're tired of the same thing. 
right? It's, it's, it's getting boring. Like they're tired of the same stories. We have new stories. We have fresh stuff. If we are able to put it out there, but we have to make sure that it's at that level, you know? Like it isn't just that. It's, it's really consistency it's too. Yeah, it's consistency too, right? It's like you have to have a plan. And I think um, there has to be a purpose for why you're doing it, right? And, and people can read through it whether it's propaganda, if you're just, you know, riding a wave or you're really creating something that you're really in love with and you really have to have some sort of plan. If it's, if it's going to be a, a, a graphic novel, you're just doing a straight up graphic novel, then then complete the project, right? And put all your efforts in, in, into promoting it, right? And getting the word out. But I think the, the, the difficult part is, um, is there's so much content out there, right? So, how do where do you pick and choose from, right? And then it's hard to find that unique project, right? It's hard to find that because there's a lot of copycats and there's a lot of people riding the wave of somebody else's success or trying to mimic an art style or a writing style. They want to be an Alan Moore or they want they want to be a, a McFarlane, right? And you see those copycats, you see those styles, you see the people who are trying to draw like Calvin and Hobbes, and you see those copycat styles all over the place, right? So people are looking for something that's new, fresh, that 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 comes from an angle that no one ever expected, that creates that that buzz. And the hard part when you're an unknown, it's, it's access and, and reach, right? It means you have to work harder. And, the, and what most indies don't want to do is hit the pavement, right? And that's the thing. You have to hit the pavement. You have to walk the streets. You have to go store to store. You have to go to places that nobody considers. You got to go to the community centers. You got to go to the bookstores. You got to go to the libraries. You got to go to the schools. You got to go to all the local bodega, right? You, you just got to go and hustle. And if you want to get the board out and try to reach an audience that would never actually reach you through conventional means, right? As you're trying to do it, if you're trying to build, if you're not going the route of a publisher, if but even, but even if you are, bro, even if you do have a publisher, you still have to hit the ground. You still have to hit the pavement, you know? Um, when we take submissions to the Indie One World, we discuss the plan and how it'll be funded, made marketed, et cetera. I, I, think, I think that we've, we've, we've talked about three or four things right here that we need to do um, to take advantage of the fact that these other companies are doing it, right? They got to hijack that lemonade stand. We talked about having a great story. I think product is important, like the quality of the product. Is mm -hmm. number one to me. That's number one. Number two is that consistency you talk about, right? It's nice to have one really good book, but where's the second one? Especially if it's an ongoing story. Where's the second one? Where's the third one? When are they coming out? What's going on? Also, like you said, hustling, the hustle mentality, going out there and hitting the pavement and making sure you do all that stuff. Because even if a publisher, like say, for example, ASAT Imagination picks you up or you're on the anyoneworld.com, uh, platform, or you're picked up by Darkfire Press, which is the the, the uh, publisher that, that picked up uh, 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 the Avengers of Wonder Duck. Even if you have that, you still have to promote your stuff. You still have to be that promoter. They, that publisher is not going to do it all for you. They just can't. <laughs> they can't. And nobody can sell your book better than you. So when you are doing, say, for example, book signings, or when you're doing these conventions, you have to go out there, man. You have to shake hands, kiss babies. You got to do what you got to do to make sure that these books get in as many hands as possible. And I think that, to your point, I think that that's what you know, some of these lack, is that, is the fact that you can't just sit at your table. You can't but, just sit yeah. on the fact well, that you can so, I, I think social media and I think uh, crowdfunding has made creatives lazy. They don't want to do the work. They want to be found. They don't want to go out there and, and, and find 
the publisher. They don't want to go out there and find the consumer. They want to be found. So they want to sit behind a computer um, and, and, and they'll come at me. Yeah, I'm just giving you feedback. You know, I sit behind a computer and they, they're hoping that they're going to hit the right hashtag, that they're going to get a million people that find them. They're, gonna, they're, they're hoping that they're going to have the right piece of work that they're going to have, right? And so that the art of the that old school grassroots going to, you know, opening the back of your trunk and distributing your stuff store to store, that's, it's, it's, it's far few between. And, and the people that understand that their destiny is in their hand, social media is so saturated you're competing with algorithms upon algor- and they change all the time. Facebook makes the algorithms harder every day. When they dude, I used to be able to get about five, six hundred dollars in backers with Facebook ads. They changed the algorithm. They deleted all of the things that I built for my ads. They deleted it, made me start it over, never got anything from that point on. Right. And so they're changing, they're making it hard because they want you to keep spending money. Right. They wanted to say, oh, why didn't it work? I'm going to spend more money. Why didn't it work? I'm going to spend more money. Right. So I think what happens is people get desperate for the likes. People get desperate for the thumbs up instead of just putting in the work and going out there and trying to connect with the audience. That's why I believe 100 percent. If you're an independent comic book creator, I don't know what happened to George. He just bounced on me. Um, <laughs> he just disappeared all by myself. Don't want to be. So Hello again. <laughs> so. Um, that's why I still I still believe that you know the old fashioned comic cons, you know book signings appearances. That's going to help you connect with the people. Um, that's going to help you broaden your scope. <laughs> this baby, I think you know you have to go out there and 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 make appearances and you got to connect. I do so much better when I'm out in the field at comic cons than I do I've ever done on crowdfunding. You know what I mean? It's it. They both have. They both have um, their, their pros and cons, yeah. right? But you got to do them all. You can't yeah, just... I was them. just going to say that. Yeah, crowdfunding is just another tool to use. <laughs> I got to go now. I got to go hustle. Maybe I got to go sell some stuff. Um, yeah, no, nah, dude. I, yeah, I mean, that's just another tool to use. You know, that's yeah. just something else that you have to use. I think, I think everything, man, whether it's a book signing, whether it's a convention, whether it's... Honestly, I, I was just walking a convention last weekend, Plastic City Comic Con. Big shout out to Keith Gleason who put that together. And there I made sales, just walking around. You know what I mean? Like, because it, you, just being a part of that world, I mean, your, your audience is there. Yeah. So why not walk around a convention? Even if you don't have a table, the hustle doesn't stop. You're talking to people behind a table who know what you're doing. And some of these guys are fans as well, fans of comics as well. So if you have a comic book and they like what you have, they may even buy one. You know what I mean? And artists, yes, artists are reducing, and that is true. And that is true. Yeah, I mean, I was that. I was that way. Even when we first got in the game, I was the shyest mofo there was. But then, you know, I I I learned right um, that you have to connect, and you have to um, you have to engage. And uh, and it was something that made me uncomfortable, but I forced myself to do it, and I got better every time. And now I'm just having fun. Whenever I'm at a show, I'm lit up. I'm excited. I'm trying to connect. And I think that's, you know, because I'm excited to promote a product that I'm, I've completed um, and uh, and share it with as many people that are willing to take it um, a, a chance on it. You know, you know what you know what it is, I think. I think we have to understand that, yes, artists are reclusive. And I think that I don't know what 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 it is. Maybe part of that is just you're shy you're just because you are shy or like you said, like you, like you talked about confidence. I think that you have to forget about the fact that you have to remember that you are in a safe space. A convention is full of like-minded individuals. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't 
a club. You know what I'm saying? This isn't a bar. This isn't regular place where people may be like, you're kind of weird because you like to do art or you're kind of weird because you dress that way. Or no, this is a safe space. So why not be yourself in that space and just have fun with it? And think about it. Have fun. It's funny you said that because, you know, I was at the, the last convention I was. What's up, uh, Penny Ham in the ham? Hell, Lori. Last convention I was, uh, you know, uh, um, somebody that was next to me, very nervous, right? And really wanted to make an impression, right? Didn't make a splash. And um, very aware of every, everything that's happening. Then when you look around, if you have a stop, if you had a convention, you're tabling and doing that slope, everyone's watching each other, right? How's that person doing? What's that booth look like? How's that set up, right? And we're all doing the same things. Um, you know, it's just what's going to make you stand out against the sea of, of people who are doing the same exact thing you're doing. See, but I think, I think that bring that make that brings pressure to you. Like, don't think about it that way. Just have fun. Yeah, sure. I mean, you may, you may look around and see what everybody else is doing. And I get that. I, I, I respect that. But I think that if you sit there and try to do that, hold on, hold these off till we stay our thoughts and then we come back. Cause otherwise I'll, I'll figure out what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll forget. Um, like I just did. <laughs> I think that if we if we do that, if we start putting that pressure on ourselves, what's everybody else doing? What's everybody else doing? We clam up. Yeah. No. And, and and you don't do what you're supposed to do. The point was, if you stop and look, you're gonna see everyone looking around, right? Because that it's just natural order. People are always consider. Look, when I get to a convention, after I set up my booth, I do a tour. I want to see who's there. You know what their booths look like. How, you know how do they approach the, their displays? All these things. I'm very aware and mindful because I take ideas back, right? And I'm always trying to reinvent, you know, my setup. Um, um, and I just think it's just a natural order of things. If 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 you're in the game, when you're there, it's almost like the arena. It's like the gauntlet, right? You're, you're there and you're competing for this. You know that crowd that comes in. You all want a piece of that person that's walking in. So what's going to make you stand apart from the rest of them? Yeah, Khan, he asked if we'd read his script, which was the nervous <laughs> It's fantastic, and we're signing him very soon. There you go. Yeah. Uh, being yourself is raw, and putting yourself into your work with passion is raw, turning into Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, raw. Yeah. yeah. No, but but I think I think I think that if you're if you're a first time, if you haven't been behind the table too many times, my I, I would suggest not to look around and see what everybody else is doing. Just do your uh, thing. Do your do thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. Yeah. If you're a seasoned if you're seasoned, if you've done this thing many, many times and you're running out of ideas, yes, walk around, look, see what's happening. Because if you go in there and try to do that as a first-timer, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're not going to know what the hell to do at that moment. So just be yourself. Just go with what, go with your gut, go with your instinct, do what works for you, and then and have fun with it at the show. Then when you start doing these and you start seeing that some things aren't working, tweak it. Tweak it. Go see see what that setup is looking like over there. Oh, they're having a lot of success. What do they do different? You know, that's when you start checking stuff out. But I think if you're a first timer, go in there and just enjoy that moment. You know, be in that moment. Because I remember the first time we were there, dude. We weren't. We didn't even know to look at anybody else. Yeah, we, we were, were just think, doing our thing. Yeah, dude. I think I think I think we were too. We were too uh, in the zone to even yeah, worry. About that's anything. what I'm saying. But that's what you need to do. Like you need to be in the zone. Yeah, we yeah. went out peace. I, I remember that today. It was it was it was like that first time that uh, Duke Kids of the Block got on stage and performed. That's how yeah. I felt, right? It was like it's like oh, 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 oh. You're ridiculous, dog. It was over. I was like, yo, it was it was the best. There's nothing could ever take away or, or compare to that first feeling. Yeah, that first outing that we had was that breakout was moment. It was fantastic. 
It was great. Yeah, and run with it. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But listen, this topic, we can even do a part three because there's so much to talk about. <laughs> there's so much. This. But we got Chris waiting in the wings, and I, I definitely want to get him in here. Yes, we got Chris waiting in the wings, and we got a lot to go over. So, yes. um, you know, before we bring Chris in, we're going to play a little trailer from our sponsor of this episode, ASAP Imagination, and uh, anyone at World. Um, and, uh, and then... After our guest, we will be announcing the winners, but we'll also be showcasing all of the artists that submitted. And uh, and remember, everybody's a winner, even though there's one only one grand prize. Everybody's a winner. So, uh, um, you know, everybody gets featured in the book um, and on the website. And we'll get an opportunity to get interviewed on Cast the Craze podcast as well. So um, what, let's see. Before we play the promo, what's this? Find your niche. And this because. Being happy with what you were doing and being yourself always feels a bit in contrast with wanting to improve and be better. I just say just be, be in the zone, have fun, um, and uh, let the chips fall where they may. So with that said, let's uh, here's a little word from our sponsor. What's up, buddy? Welcome back. Man, it's good. It's good to be here. It's good to see you guys, man. I was I circled this. I was like, I, I, man, I got to get back on and talk to Sam and George for this third one. And I'm so happy. I, I just love the timing of it. It's perfect. We got one day to go. Dude, bringing that energy perfect. to the to the end of the the, the Kickstarters is perfect, man. Yes, man. Yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. And to those who maybe just happen to join the show, we are going to be talking to Chris Wagan, and we're going to be talking to him about his book called Tights. Which is a dope, dope book, bro. Really, really good. I was telling you, I, I'm sure you were in the back hearing. I, I forgot that I never opened the second one. Well, basically because, you know, I'm, I'm collecting. But also because I just haven't had time to read them. So yeah. when I finally read the second one, dude, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, the story just takes off. Uh, listen, for those who don't know, and, and we're going to be talking to you about the story, um, Tights is, is a great book. And you guys need to check it out. The 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 uh, I guess the link is going to be in the show notes. The link's um, in the chat, yes, and it's also in the summary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Chris, what's going on, man? How, how you been? Now this is the third time on the show. How how mm -hmm. how you been since the last time we saw you? Good man, busy. These uh, I, I loved the conversation earlier um, about the the you know the the space, the comic space right now. Mm, yeah, you know, where yeah, where yeah. it was, where it's going. This this influx of creators and crowdfunding and. Um, 
and how important it is, no matter what, if you're doing it by yourself or if you're lucky enough to sign with any of the big dogs out there, mm -hmm. you need to promote your stuff, man. And it's constant. And uh, we're heading toward the finish line and I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because you can't, you can't rest. I mean, you no. got to, it's every day. It's a grind. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's the night before making posts that you're going to run the next day. So you're right. not trying to play catch up. And when you're doing your campaign, it's, yeah, it's every day. You got to do at least one, maybe two, um, but have fun with it. But yeah, getting, getting it out there, man, that's what I've been doing. That's what you've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, now, now, let me ask you this. You, okay, so you, you wear many hats and you also have a full-time gig, right? Yeah. How do you find time to create? Because I think a lot of people have this issue where it's like, yeah. I want to put this thing together and I want to create, but when? How do you do it? What's, what's kind of like some of your, maybe your, your, your life hacks that maybe you can share with some of the people watching? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, marketing, social marketing and advertising guy by day, comic creator by night, uh, cliche, but it's true. Um, <laughs> you know, you just, and I got a kid, I got a three-year-old. And so that, that's, uh, that's made it a little bit more, <laughs> more difficult, but I think you, you, you both were talking about this before. It, it's, it's all that love, right? And whether you're talking about what you've done, you've, you've put that love into it. And it, you got to have it throughout the entire process. And when you're excited about something, you're thinking about it, right? It's mm -hmm. like when you're playing a good video game, you're reading a good book. Um, when you're thinking about it while you're doing, you know, your day job or whatever, it's like, you know, you get excited, right? Mm -hmm. And then you, you find that time. So maybe I am playing less video games. Maybe I am reading less books. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, I'm writing now in those pockets of time. So, you know, I've been lucky enough to be able to work at home, shoot since, I mean, really COVID since it started. And what, what right. that's done is it just gives me the ability to multitask. I got, I got to be doing a million things at once. And so it's really nice to do the job and then go, oh, shit, this is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Jump, you know, onto the book for a little bit. And then right. after, you know, after I'm done with work late at night. That's usually I'm a you know I'm I'm a night owl and that's when the yeah. you know best stuff kind of hits me and that's why I can't sleep for an hour and a half two hours staring at the ceiling making notes in my my phone right. my wife loves that <laughs> um, but uh, yeah you know as long as you love what you're doing you know yeah. you'll find the time and you I know it, it's not like you're working you know if it's during the weekend it's it's not like work right yeah. like even yeah. if you enjoy work there's just something about creating your own thing. Um, I mean, I'm in a creative space and I've been right. very lucky to like my, all my jobs for the most mm -hmm. part, mm -hmm. but it's different, right? When, you know, you're, you're making something for somebody else. Um, you know, I'm very lucky again that it is a creative thing, but when it's your thing, you find it, you know, you do, you, find do it. you, do you find more pressure creating for yourself than creating for somebody else? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, I am, I think most people are their, their harshest critics mm -hmm. and, um, Yes. Uh, you know, you have deadline. I mean, you make deadlines for yourself, but you know, in my day job, there are hard deadlines and you know, those things from the, the, the start. And so right. it's like, okay, I got to have this thing done. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of frees you up a little bit. It's like, well, it's, it's going, it's got to go now when right. it comes to your own thing, you can make your deadlines, but you know, sometimes they move around and <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but you know, and, and I find myself when I'm pushing something and I'm rewriting the same page for the 10th time, that's just me, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely dude, my harshest critic. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't, I don't know if you have an editor on the book, but dude, like, I, I was really impressed by the writing, Chris. Like, oh, I got, I got to give you, I got to give you 100% credit. I mean, the art is awesome. It yeah. is. It really is Very beautiful lucky, art. I think it fits the story, you know, and I think that that's a great thing. But I feel like I find the story itself is what kept me flipping the oh, pages. Cool. 
You know what I mean? And 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 you're doing an incredible job. Where I mean, the dialogue, dude. Like, did did you take classes for dialogue writing, or like, is this something that you just kind of just watch movies and and reading comics? You kind of develop your own style, or where'd that come from? Yeah, I I that's my favorite part. Yeah. Um, you know. I find myself, you know, my favorite movies, a lot of Quentin Tarantino stuff. I think when someone is able to, you know, if you go to a play, a good play, and it's just happening all in one spot, and if it keeps you entertained throughout, like a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies uh, do, right? It's just about the characters and their dialogue. If you could do that, man, that's magic. And that's also, I think, one of the harder things to do. But I take the most joy in that. And it took me yeah. years, years to figure out, like, do I, I thought I never had a style. Because, you know, in advertising, I'm writing for a client. And, right. you know, there's a million people with a million different pieces of feedback. And at the end, if, it's, if that end product is anything that resembles what I originally had in my brain, that's a miracle. So with this, it's been almost therapeutic, right? It's just like, okay, you know, I, I, this is what I like to do. So hopefully, yeah, it's good. I, I love hearing... <laughs> Uh, that you enjoy the dialogue. That's my favorite part. So, yeah. you know, it's called tights. You know, there's people running around trying to be superheroes and that, you know, them causing chaos and there's action and, you know, you get, you get all sorts of stuff like that, um, you know, what you would take from like a kick-ass or the boys or something. But yeah. hopefully, and the part that I get the most joy is, it's just to have those conversations between Oliver, the main character, and his wife, Lori, and, you know, all the other people, his trainer, you know, um, Anton and I, Dude, I yeah, I think cool. that's my favorite part. Yeah, that was cool. And for those who don't know, tights is centered around a judge. So yep. it, it, it's an imaginary world where what if people were running around, you know, in tights, so to speak, trying to be superheroes and doing the wrong thing because maybe they're killing people by mistake because they aren't they aren't superheroes. And yep. this judge Oliver has to has the the I guess the has to judge all of these things and send these people to prison because it's the right thing to do, right? <laughs> yeah. But he's in a conundrum. And, th and that's where kind of like, I love the story. I love the fact that we're following this guy who has, who has problems, you know, who has regular life problems. You know, he's yeah. got a, a beautiful girlfriend. They're trying to have a kid. You know what I mean? Things aren't going exactly the same way. <laughs> yeah. he, he has a trainer yeah. who's badass. Anton, yeah. you mentioned him, yeah. right? Um, but where did this world come from, dude? And, and I think I think we we interviewed you back in was it 2020, 2021 around that time? It was around the pandemic. So yeah. it was like a time capsule watching some of these pages, bro, with people with masks on. I was yeah. like, oh my God, it took me back. But where did the idea come from, man? Uh, so I had an idea, but it was called, you know, it was like a working title justice. You know, it was just it was oh, it was roughly about a judge who Man, back in the days, talking about this, it was it was different. It was a different tone. It right. was uh, you know a guy who was just sick of seeing the system and, and sick of dealing with the system and being part of a system that just lets people who can work it get off and get away, whether they have money or whatever. Um, and it's you know it would be about a guy you know close reaching forty who's who's like, well, can I be a superhero? And it'd be the, just the real life consequences of could a normal guy without any training start? like at that age and become superhero. And then, you know, it just was too cliche. It was too close yeah. to a million different things in my brain that I'm thinking of right now. And I'm like, when it came down to it, I'm like, I'm, 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 missing, I'm missing a lot. I'm like, what do I like about this? It's like, well, I think a judge is an interesting character. And I think a world where there's a bunch of these people doing this and he is not the protagonist in the beginning. He's really an antagonist. Like he's, he's the guy who throws the book at these people. Mm -hmm. I think that's way more interesting. And then to be honest, COVID was like the last, that was that 
catalyst of the why to me. I'm like, okay, because I'm in San Francisco and I was living in a nice building at the time, but man, I was facing this alleyway called Willow. It's crazy. And I was seeing people every day, just it's, it's both sides lined with tents, just open-headed drug deals, fires, wow. pipe fights. I saw a guy make a lasso out of a jump rope and he was lassoing people. This is real shit. I, I got a video of this. And I'm like, this is, this is Mad Max Thunderdome shit. Oh, so I was like, wow. this is it. So I'm mm. like, okay, this is interesting. So I'm like, all right, so this would, this almost makes sense, right? So in the world of tights, you know, a second pandemic. So COVID happened and right. then another COVID, I think we call it COVID-22 COVID yeah. Yeah, um, happens. And I just put that in there just, just to kind of put it a little bit more in the future, but also like, well, geez, if we're thinking about what we went through, if another one of these things happened, mm. uh, it would be global economies in the toilet, you know, record layoffs and crime right. rates went up. So those would be worse. And then a lot of us are watching, you know, too many Marvel TV shows and movies and <laughs> in DC movies, reading too many comics, don't got a job, the world's on fire. I could see in reality right. people like f it i'm gonna try and help out and then what are the consequences of when a normal a bunch of normal people are trying to do the right thing so that's this world and so that's kind of how it all came together um <laughs> uh, yeah so uh yeah that's how tights was born and you know it was too serious when i first started thinking about it and then I'm like what am i doing this isn't my style this should be fun mm. um it, it should have action it should be pretty effed up but there should always be a smile. And that's why I loved uh, Edison's, uh, his art style, yeah, because he yeah. can do action. Um, but he can also kind of, you know, there's always kind of a smile, a, a lighter side of it. You know, this isn't photorealism that, yeah. you know, someone gets stabbed in the throat with a bottle. You're like, oh, God, when it's yeah, happening, yeah. you're still kind of like, oh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, 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 does he also draw the, uh, the word balloons, like the action word balloons? Yeah, he's, yeah uh, that looks he's, really good. Yeah, he's a master at that. Yeah. Um, so Edison did the first two. And I knew this was going to happen because he's so talented <laughs> and he's a great storyteller too. Yeah. But he was then picked up uh, by IDW to do an all new uh, series, eight issue series. And I'm like, oh, well, it happened. Damn. So I'm like, all right, good. Th you know, I had to think of backups because I knew he was too talented for this not to happen. He just, he did a Ninja Turtles cover. Um, so I had to find another artist for the third. And I was so freaking lucky that uh, Kyle Petchcock, Petchuk, um, he did uh, the... Um, a variant cover for issue two and his style is, is different but it's very much in that kind of same world being able to combine action but also kind of you know it's just inherently a, a fun style um, so I got him on the third and, and I'd, I'd be lucky as hell if he would want to continue working um, from here on out but uh, both artists incredibly lucky to have them yeah. they're so good at, at, at seeing what's on the page and apparently in my brain and, and in uh, putting it into their art, how many how many issues are you thinking, Chris? Like, uh, I think for the thinking? first story arc, uh, six. six uh, I had it eight originally, I think, in the first uh, Kickstarter, and then I'm like, what the hell am I thinking? No one, you know, <laughs> the dream is to get somebody to eventually be like, hey, yeah, we want to do this. Uh, but I'm working. I'll, I'll talk about this in a second. Yeah, Lesser known yeah, comics is yes. fantastic. Yeah. But you know, if the dream of an image or whatever. Sure. Um, and they didn't want to steal it, or not steal, but you know, a publisher didn't want to take 100% of the IP. <laughs> if it all worked out, five or six issues for a story arc is about, that's the wheelhouse. And right, so yeah. I, I went back to the drawing board and the dry erase board. And so I was like, okay, 
I've got it now mapped out to six. So, you know, we're halfway there, which is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. And I wanted to ask about a little bit about your writing process before we talk about lesson on comics, because I know yep. that, that that's happened in the time since we spoke. Mm -hmm. But um, as far as your writing process, you were talking about how the idea came to your head and you wrote it down. For anybody maybe who's, who's writing and thinking about how do I put it? So did you write these things down? Did you constantly have to write different ideas? Did, like you, you mentioned a dry erase board. Like, how did you, is, was it all in your head? Because I, I need to write stuff down. I, it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll go away in my head. So what, what was your approach when it came to like, just, okay, that's not going to work. Let me do this. Were you writing things down? I would love to see those notebooks, bro, like if you have. Yeah, well, shoot, man, we got them. We got, it, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, actually, if we, what we've done is, and I'll, I'll just, I'll send them to you guys because you've been so great to me. But uh, we've had a how to kickstart your comic has been a uh, pledge tier in um, oh, cool. each one of the uh, the campaigns and they've done really well. I think we the the fifth we've offered f five in the first one. I added five in the second one, so 10 and then we had five in this one and the last one just uh sold out. I don't know, maybe we'll add a couple for the last day. Point is, what's cool is we got all that. And so what happens is when you get that it's we get to have a conversation about social media marketing and advertising. Cool. You know, that's my bag done that for 15 years and so I think that's yeah. helped me. Um, and then how to build, you know, your, your Kickstarter, you know, your crowdfunding page and all that stuff. And then included in that art. Yeah. It's that process, man. Like for me, when I first started, I didn't know a damn thing about writing comics. And it was right. like, I, I have, you know, I read a bunch of wonderful books and of, of how, and then I found like a really good word template and just getting the right template. Then just kind of free. There's always an excuse. And it's like, well, I don't know. I, I guess like I found myself like being very reluctant to actually start the damn thing. And so when I finally, finally read enough, I did enough research, I found my template, then it was like, okay, I got to do this. But that's the best thing that can happen. That's a kick in the pants. And so for me, getting a good template that I could work with, it was super easy um, to write the script itself. I think getting through that first script, I knew where I was going, but I hadn't yeah. mapped it out. Like I wasn't like, okay, in issue one, this, this, and this happens, two, three, four, five, and at the time, six, seven, eight. Right. It was, okay, I know where it's going. I know where the middle is going to kind of be. I need to just finish one effing script. Right. Um, and as soon as I did that, it, one, changed the trajectory. Like you, you know, I, I've read a lot of, I've read a lot of writers talk about their process and I think that's kind of common, right? Like you have an idea, mm -hmm. but as you go along, things change. People, your characters change. They evolve. And that's such a cool thing to see. And so for me, it was getting that first script done. And when you're first starting a comic, I got to tell you, um, you know, reaching out to artists and a lot of people, you know, they reach out to the artists. They're like, okay, I have this idea. Come on this journey with me. <laughs> and hey, some people can see that and they'll sure. go with you. But yeah. man, Neo on a, a podcast, Edison Neo, my artist, I learned this during, you know, a live podcast. He, and the, the, the podcaster asked him, he's like, well, you know, why Chris? Why in tights? And he's like, well, to be honest, he sent me a script. I understood it and I liked it. <laughs> like that was it. And, and it kind of blew my mind. I'm like, you know what? I bet these guys get inundated right. with ideas. Yes. And so from what I've heard and I know it was good for me was, you know, do your research, learn how to, how to structure it, get a good template and write that first script. Yeah. And then from there on, you know, yeah, whiteboard. Then you can figure out, okay, what's going to happen in second issue, third, fourth and whatever. But I think what you did was, and what, what was appealing for the artists is that you you provided them with a finished script, yeah. right? And I think what happens is artists don't want to work with people who have pieces. 
or have here's my concept or here's where I'm going or here's a couple of pages, right? When you have a fitted script, it's more appealing because now they they know and they can gauge how much time do I have to commit to this? You know, let me look at this, you know, and I think that makes, so what you did in that first outing was the smartest approach. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a business, it's, it's a business connection too, right? Yeah. Like seldom are you going to find someone who's like, all right, we're going to go 50, 50 on this stranger. They're like, no, you're going to pay me. I'm a, you know, this is contract work. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. And that's right, how right. you should approach it. This is a yeah. business relationship. It can grow from that, but it's like, you should bring your, your, your best professional self to that. Because again, this is a business to everyone involved, right? You know, comics is fun. It's awesome. It's amazing. We're doing, you know, what we've dreamt of our entire, you know, yeah. kid as we're kids, as adults. But in the end, you know, there's money being exchanged and, sure. um, you know, bringing that, every, everyone loves what they're doing, but, you know, bringing that passion, but also bringing, again, you know, being prepared for those conversations, um, I think is paramount. Um, and, and luckily, you know, I, I, again, I think my day job business side of creative help kicks in. With that. Yeah, yeah, it kicks in. And, and, and speaking of business, uh, is a good segue into lesser known comics, right? Because yeah. here you are the creator of the book, you're, you're writing, you're, 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 you gathered your team, you're ready to go. Now it's about that next thing, right? You've done the Kickstarter. Yep. How did lesser known comics become involved in the process? So it's crazy. Uh, Mark uh, Bernal, he, uh, he's great. He, he runs lesser known uh, yeah. comics. And what, what was wild is I can't remember when I first started to see, um, like I kept seeing these comics I saw, um, you know, on, on mostly Kickstarter or just on social media. And I'm like, damn, this, these look really interesting. Or I, or I just got them. And then I noticed, you know, the little lesser known comics thing. And they, I kept just seeing more and more of them. Like, okay, these guys are doing something that, you know, I can relate to and I would love to be part of. And as I was thinking that, I guess Mark was seeing tights and he thought that that was cool. And, we also saw that we both followed like almost like the same people, right, on yeah. social media. And that kind of yeah. tells you, right, like, okay, there's a like-minded dude, right? Um, and so I think he, I was right about to reach out to him. I, I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was me or maybe Mark reached out. But it was just like one of those weird, like, finally, you know, the ships were passing in the night. And then we finally, you know, saw each other. And so um, it, it was funny. We're like, yeah, this is, uh, uh, you know. I think could potentially be a good, you know, partnership and, and, uh, it has been amazing. You know, it's, uh, an incredible crew. It's grown so much mm-hmm. in like the two years since I've, um, uh, I've, have I been part of the two years? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, Mark is getting so many, uh, um, you know, inquiries that he's kind of have to like putting them on pause, which yeah. is a good problem to have. So many great artists and, and writers and teams with these fantastic books, um, just uh, knocking down his door. And so uh, working with them has been so great. Um, it is, you know, going back to the worries of working with a publisher, none of those exist. Mm. It is, it's your book. We're just going to help each other. It's like a collective. You know, when we print, you know, you know, for me, every time I do a Kickstarter, you know, I'll have the thank you page. And usually I don't have another page for like an ad or whatever, but who knows, we might add that to this one. But the, the, the point is that second printing will have, you know, uh, lesser known, I'm seeing if I got one right here, um, you know, it'll have like all the titles, it'll, yeah. it'll talk, to, talk, you know, there'll be a page about what is lesser known comics about my comics on their website when you know mark and the team is going to different cons all over the country he's bringing all the books 
And, you know, every once in a while he'll just pop, you know, send me a text message like, oh, we just sold, you know, 20 copies of tights. And it's That's just awesome. like, damn, it's just like so cool to, to just mm -hmm. be part of that. And what's amazing um, about Lesser Known Comics beyond what I just said is Mark is so cool with the idea of being that first step and helping creators then go on to if a bigger publisher wants to Next pick you up. Round. Like yeah. he wants Lesser Known Comics to be part to be known as part of that process. He's not fearful of it. He wants to push that as, you know, part of the, the you know, the, the plan. Mm. And so I've, I've never heard of that, um, <laughs> but it makes a hell of a lot of sense to me because yeah. it's just good people doing the right thing. And, you know, you can just feel it and you want to be part of it. So, I, yeah, I have nothing but great things to say. Yeah, but Mark's been on the show a couple of times. Great yeah. dude, man. Yeah, great, yeah. great, great dude. He so has a lot of his creators. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of you guys. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a really positive vibe around that company, and I, and I appreciate. It. I mean, I remember when when he was first on the show. We had never, I had never heard of him. That's no comics. I was like, I can't wait till you come back on the show, and you're like more well known comics because people know, <laughs> yeah. will know more about you. And he's yeah. done it. He's done uh, a lot. I mean, I feel like a lot of people know who Lesser Known Comics is. But uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the, the, the campaign, man. Yeah. You have one more day, right? One more yeah, day, one before, day. Uh, for, before the campaign ends. And you had 215 backers, bro. Is this we got a backer, man. See, yeah, you're, you're working your magic right now. Look at that, <laughs> Look at that dude. Yeah, man. So tomorrow it ends. Um, and this is issue number three. Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be a catch-up tier, right? I'm, I'm oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We got we got a couple. We got uh, all digital catch-up, I think 10 bucks. We got um, physical catch-up, and then we got a physical catch-up with the, the first print books, which we're running out of, and I'm wow. kind of scared because I just <laughs> – I thought, there's no way. You know, I got extras when I when – I, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I hope I can fulfill this because you can't, you can't take it down as soon as someone oh, cool. so pledges. I was like, ooh. I should have, maybe I should have thought about this a little bit more. <laughs> Dude, um, I, lo I love that, that homage cover right there to uh, Paul Fiction. Oh, man. Samuel Wunzi, he's, wow. uh, he does magic. I don't, have you had um, uh, uh, magic, uh, Jeff um, Schiller on, a magic powder? No. He's great. Uh, his cover artist has always been Samuel. He's out of Nigeria. And I saw oh, that work dude, and I'm like, so he did a poster, cool. James Bond, an old James Bond inspired poster for the uh, second Kickstarter. And I'm like, I had this idea for Pulp Fiction. When I was just talking about, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, an inspiration, yeah. Um, wow, and I'm like, beautiful. that guy, he'd be perfect for it. So yeah, that one's been a popular one, and it turned out perfect. Wow, is this, is this the is this uh, the new artist here? This is, is Kyle, this yeah. So um, we got Kyle, um, we got uh, Matthew Seaborn on inks, who's freaking like crazy pro. <laughs> Maya, uh, who's back on color. Uh, Reed, who's he's been part of the since issue one. He's been my amazing letterer and designer. So he put mm -hmm. the book together. So yeah, we got a we got a pretty powerhouse team. We got Edson. He did a cover. So he's a busy man, but uh, he was he was uh, gracious enough to to do a cover for us. That's cool. Um, Which so, covers yeah. here? Do you have him labeled A, B, C, D? Yeah. So he would be the B, B cover, the one where they're kind of falling and fighting. Oh, cool. um, yeah, that's that's Edison's. That's a cool shot right there, too. That's a cover right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I love that. I love how that Oops. came out. Uh, Maya yeah. did a really great job with the kind of the, the glow and the light behind yeah. you. Because we don't want you to know who it is. But that's kind of a big, you know, a, a bit of a reveal of, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who Dude, is that? You, you know, uh, you might have an idea of who it is, but hopefully you don't know quite yet. But Right, right. 
Man, dude, this looks great, dude. Like, oh, thank I you. mean, you've done, yeah, you've done your thing with this book. Look at that. You have some sold out stuff. It's always good when you have sold out stuff on your, on your Kickstarter, bro. Yeah. Oh, dude, the Edison, so uh, Edison, um, so everything's been digital except the second issue. And every mm. page he did by hand. And so um, we, we had three of them on here um, as wow. the top tier and they went, man. So Damn. he's a name, you know, he's, <laughs> he's an up and comer and I'm just so happy for him. And it's, it's really cool to see people. I mean, two of those I think went in the first like couple hours. So Damn. people were waiting. Yeah. One of the first pledges was one of those. And so really? that was pretty crazy. Like when your top tier goes, yeah, like that. you're like, Oh damn. All right. Um, yeah, man, that's classic, dude. I love it. Yeah. I love this. This is like the, the first issue cover here. This yeah. And so the, yeah, this is the uh, LKC. So uh, this is, yeah, the second printing. Um, oh, right. Right. You got right. their stamp on there. And, um, dude, that's, that's good. That's good stuff. And that's, that's the scene, you know, you were talking about like, hit like, um, Edison's just art, like storytelling. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you told him this in one of the, but in one of the pages, obviously, you know, spoiler alert, you know, one of the main characters shanks somebody with a, with a, uh, <laughs> with a broken bottle, right? Yeah. Did you tell him to do when, cause he draws then a character's explained that he, he's going to have, they're going to have to say something about the fact that he just shanks somebody. And he does that. He does that to the guy. Like he's yeah. doing that. Was yeah. that in the script or did he kind of just say, all right, this would be a cool place to put this. Cause I thought that was pretty cool. The fact that he just threw that in there. Yeah. You know well, I mean? when, uh, when the character, when he's kind of talking about what happened yeah. and he's making yeah. the, the, mm -hmm. uh, I think, I can't remember. I think it was in the script, but he's both, both Edison and Kyle are so good at, um, just making the vision better. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. That's, and that's, that's, awesome. that's so, I mean, it's so much fun, man. I mean, it's like the best part of your day when you get, you know, uh, Instagram message or an email and it's like, mm -hmm. all right, here's page 16. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, it's Christmas morning. I see yeah, it all the time, yeah, bro. Yeah. It really is. It really, really is, dude. But man, I'm excited for you, bro. Like you have, you. you know, obviously one more day, but Kyle's an awesome artist to have him on yeah, your team. Yeah, he's nice. A, he's Thanks, D. Yeah, that's that's awesome, bro. Yeah, so tights three. So now when are you fulfilling the campaign? Like it's it's gonna I know it ends tomorrow. When yep. can we get our hands on the actual book? So we're, we're racing to fulfill, I said, October. Okay. Um, and uh, Kyle had a kid. Um, so this was, this is the, I'm so happy for him. But dude, he had a kid. And so he, had to, <laughs> he did not work for it. But then the guy was back working like a week and a half later. I'm like, Kyle, like, are you, is this okay? Like, so even with that, no, we're, I think we're on pace uh, to fulfill, you know, I think, uh, geez, 90 Five percent of the book is done. It's wow. just like those last pages. I mean, Kyle's dead, dude. He's done. Now we're on to inks and finishing colors, and then Reed is uh, lightning fast with the lettering, and he just nails it. And so um, we've jumped ahead, and the design for the book is is pretty much done. So yeah, I think we're on. I think we're right on for October. That's what we're shooting for. Um, yeah, hoping to print. And I always want to get it out there sooner, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Well, how many pages is the book? Uh, 24, I think. 24, okay. Story cool. pages? Yeah. Are, are you doing any shows? Are you doing any, any conventions? Or You know, I have to get back on that. I've been so bad. I've been so heads down with a million damn things. I got to get out there. We went to the Sacramento Comic Con, uh, and that was so much fun, man. Um, <laughs> and like you said, there's nothing like it. There's nothing yeah. like it. Yeah. Those are the people who have just the drive 
to 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 learn and to get excited and those are the those are the fans of the fans yeah. like yeah. there's just no better literally there's no better place um to start those conversations and then just to meet everybody do, who's doing your thing right. the connections we made at one one spot was pretty like overwhelming in the best way and that's just one time so um i've had my eye out there i've, I've tried to get into a couple I've been so bad. I, I wait too long and then, you know, I'm a waiting list. Well, that's so. the thing. Yeah, yeah. These things book quickly. Quick. Yeah, they, they book really, really fast. Yeah. Sam, you're going to be in, in San Francisco, aren't you? Like for a convention next year? Like, uh, uh, yeah, I will be at uh, Alien Con. It's uh, run by A&E Network and oh, um, um, the, um, what is it? The History Channel, I guess it is, or Sci-Fi Channel and A&E. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be there. It's a big alien um, event. All of the conspiracy theorists, all those people you see talking about MUFON and all the aliens, they do these big lectures there and they have an entire convention center where you have an artist alley. So Duty will be representing for for his peoples over there. So it's going to be dope. (laughs) That's perfect. Well, shoot, send me a message, man. That's what I'm saying. We'll go out on an island town. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like you probably meet Sam before you get to meet me because you guys are on the you know you're closer um, to that. But I definitely want to get out to the West Coast and I want to go out to Texas and I want to do more things out there. So yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward, man. I'm looking forward to to crossing paths. I know um, eventually. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, no, man. This is this is fun and I can't wait to get the next book. And, yeah, uh, and check it out, bro. It's really so. I'm really gonna amazing. give you. I'm gonna give you the screen. I want you to give you elevator pitch and tell everybody why uh, within the next 29 hours that they should back. <laughs> All right. Tights, hey, if you're a fan of Kick-Ass, The Boys, that type of humor, uh, you know, mostly into realistic what happens when people try and be superheroes, I think you'll dig Tights for sure. And it takes place in a world, kind of a darker reflection of our own, hopefully a funnier reflection of our own as well. Um, You know, it's about a judge. He's sucked into the world of superheroes and vigilantes whom he hates. And uh, I think what what we'll see from the beginning to the end is kind of a, a transformation from an antagonist to a superhero himself. Um, but like we talked about before, yeah, there's a hell of a lot of action in there. Um, there's a lot of fun. I think it's funny. Um, but I think uh, if you're into dialogue, right, if you're into characters and character development, uh, I think you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll really like it. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, as always, it's a pleasure having you on. You're killing yes. it. I think you keep you keep raising the bar. You, you know, you're, you're you're an inspiration for indies out there, bro. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep the hustle real. Um, you know, and again, if you guys haven't picked it up, check out Tights. Uh, fantastic book. Thank you for being on the show, brother. Thank you so much, man. This I couldn't think of a better way to 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 end this campaign. And hopefully, have me on again or shoot anytime yeah. you want to talk comics, man. Just uh, hit me up. Let's Absolutely. do it. Let's do it. Thanks, Chris. We'll talk, right. brother. See ya. Peace. So that was Chris, man. I mean, tight. He's killing it. He's killing the game. He's doing his thing. Fantastic. Um, you know, uh, it's always a pleasure talking to him. The guy is a great speaker, and uh, you know, he's passionate for what he does, and he has a game plan. And that's that's a big thing in these out there. Have a plan. Have a plan. Have a plan. And um, and um, and keep reaching for the stars, man. Don't let anybody you know hold you back. And uh, you know, I love seeing that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, so it's it's pretty dope. I'm I'm excited about for what he's doing. Um, you know, each campaign's gotten bigger and bigger. Yeah, dude, he's each campaign. Yeah, it's killer, bro. It's, it's killer. Like, he's killing it. Thing. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> no, big shout out to Chris. And listen, the book is a good book. It's not even just. It really is, and I can see why yeah. it's growing. I mean, there is. I mean, he's creating a fan base behind a really good product, and that's what you want. That's what you yeah. want. 
So yeah, yeah, so if you haven't done so yet, check out the link, check out the campaign. You're not going to be disappointed. It's a really, really, really good book. If you want to just try the digital, by all means, check that out. Um, first three issues are out. So yeah, tights. Tights is where it's at. Yeah, tights is where it's at. He's doing his thing. Um, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? Hold on, oh, we, 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 we got to talk about what's coming up next. What's coming up next is some, is some good stuff, man. Some good That's stuff. Right. Hold on. I got to get this. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we got some. Uh, let me see. What is it? Boom. I got to open this up. Yeah. So now we're going to be talking about all the artist entries. So if you fell asleep, if you walked away, if you went to go watch an episode of X-Men or or you know, the X-Files or or is Asuka. Who's, when's Asuka coming out? Next week? I think it comes out to Tonight or tomorrow? Is it tomorrow, right? You yeah. know, you yeah, need yeah. to come back because we're going to be talking about the art contest, the Drawing Duty Art Contest. That's so right. before we announce the winner, we're going to be going back and showing all of the entries um, to the campaign. Um, so I'm excited about this. Yes. But while we get everybody back in who's walked away, <laughs> who went to go get themselves a sandwich, um, I do want to remind everybody that uh, your boy does have uh, a landing page for his Kickstarter. So there's nearly my toilet. Issue number six is live right now on Kickstarter. So far, 17 people have signed up. I hope that you sign up and uh, to get yourself a copy of this nearly my toilet book number six um, on Kickstarter right now. And I'll put the link in the chat, and uh, and uh, hopefully you do that as well. And I'd love for you to come along for a ride for issue number six. But um, while I do that, let's uh, pull up the, the screen. Let me move this around. Get this out the way. Bang. All right, cool. So we're going to go down memory lane and look at all the art submissions so far. So let's look. All right, so we had – this one was done by Dan – Barlow. Dan Barlow submitted this one. This is one of two. He submitted two different versions. Um, and uh, this is uh, Enter the Duty. And uh, it's an homage to Enter the Dragon. For all of you newbies who don't know anything about Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee, the one who introduced MMA to the world, right? Bruce Lee was the first one to incorporate a bunch of different um, martial arts, um, and uh, he's the first one to introduce MMA. So this was uh, Enter the Duty, and then here's the second one by uh, Dan Barlow. He uh, he sent in this one an homage to Clean Eastwood, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, right? So uh, there's Duty with the cigar, chilling in the cemetery. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Uh, you know, so that's pretty dope. So again, that one's by Dan Barlow, and everybody's social media link is in the summary of this video. So if you're watching this and you want to see and check out their work, just hit one of the links in um, the summary of this video that you're watching right now that's live. Um, and then here's one by D. Wayne Doherty, right? So here's Escape the Basement. Duty is escaping the basement, run away, run, 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 run away, and there's a cat in the background, right? So um, this was by this one of two by D. Wayne. Um, and then here's another one. Uh, Duty, hold on, return to Uranusville. And there goes Super Herman in the background chasing nice. after Duty. You know, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, uh, I love everybody, different rendition. And then here's another one by Didia. So here's Didia. There goes Duty. Puffing the magic dragon coming out of the toilet bowl looks like he's taking a bath, <laughs> you know. You know, so um, it's always fun to see how people uh, have their take on duty, which is pretty cool. Um, so there goes that one, and uh, here's another one. This one is by Arena, and uh, this one is looks more like 
um uh, the diabolical eagle maniac overlord nemesis poo poo uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. mushroom world um and so it's, uh, it's pretty cool look at that belly just overlapping sometimes when i eat too much that's how my belly looks nice. it was just kind of gross um but anyway what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you know you know the other day i was walking you know, it was not the other day it was about a year ago i was walking and i was like i thought i was being followed i was like what's going on back then i looked back and really it was just my my belly jiggling but anyway wow. so um so this is another one by jason sooks um uh pretty cool and uh that goes herman in the ufo and it goes the emperor and uh that goes duty uh, a lot of cool stuff i love the silhouettes i love the colors um and then here goes the dude by Lou Pons, the dude, right? Look at the chanclas, bro. He's wearing the chanclas, bro. Look at the belly and the robe, the robe, the, the hair, bro. You wear it well, Vidal Sassoon. I mean, I mean, it's just like, man. And look yeah, at Herman. Man. Herman's even got the good hair. Man, look at that hair. <laughs> Herman's got some, yeah, he's got some light. What is the conditioner that you use? Yeah, That's what yeah. I want, bro. That thing looks great. And then here's one by Stephen Russell. Um, and uh, this is an homage to Star Wars, and they're going spear, and there goes Herman in the back seat. You know, I didn't actually recognize Herman until now. <laughs> He goes Herman popping up in the back. He's just chilling. He's a stowaway. So uh, that's pretty dope. And uh, and he goes another one. This was by Victor Claudio. Victor that's in the house. That's Victor nice. doing his thing with uh, Warrior Duty. You know, getting his uh, groove on. And then uh, this one is by Void on yeah. the run. Found me. Um, this is this is straight up like Vogue magazine cover. Right um, or like uh, what is it like Fubu, um, Fubu. Or, or what is it the uh, was it the Rockaware? Um, it just has that cool urban look to it, the, you know, fashion. Then there goes Doki by Addy M Kid, and uh, it's Doki, God of Mischief, burdened with glorious purpose. Herman is a baby Yoda. There you go. Um, and this is by Addy M Kid, and again. Everybody's link is in the summary of this video, and this is an honorable mention. He never actually submitted. He um he wasn't ready to submit Alex Moore, but I wanted to give him an honorable mention because this is two different uh, images that he submitted uh, that he sent, and it was um uh and but he wasn't ready to actually send a final piece. But I just want to give Alex Moore a shout out an honorable mention because I know that he was um looking um to submit but didn't actually make the deadline. So um. So these are all the contestants so far. Um, pretty fantastic. I love seeing everybody's um, rendition of duty. It, it is um, pretty sweet and, and it was exciting. And uh, I had a lot of fun just watching the submissions and, and just the chatter on social media, which is pretty awesome. So, you know, it, it was, this was tough. I can tell you right now, this was tough, um, you know, going through all of it. And so I really wanted, so here's what I based my decision on. Um, when I come down to the final decision, truly capturing the essence of duty, um, and try and getting the, 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 the comedic aspect and the look of duty. I looked at all those things. And, um, so, um, there's going, there, there's only one winner, right? But so what does everybody else who didn't win get everybody else who didn't win, they, you know, they're going to be featured on duties but also, um, what I would need from everybody who didn't win is just send me a high-res resolution of your image because it's going to be printed in book number six if there's none on my toilet. And I need a, a, at least a three-sentence summary of who you are and links to your social media because that will be posted with your image in, in uh, issue number six if there's none on my toilet. So you'll be featured in the book. Um, 
And um, you also get interviewed on this show. So I will send you a link. You will book yourself on the show if you want to be interviewed on Catch the Craze. And we'll get you on the show. And we'll talk about you as an artist and your journey and uh, and all that good stuff. Um, so that's what you get. And uh, the main winner gets that. Um, but they get a bigger feature in Disney than my toilet. Plus, they get four commercials on this show. And um, so they get four 30-second commercials on Catch the Craze podcast. Plus, they get $100. Um, so they get featured in the book. In the website, four commercials on Cast of Craze, plus an hour interview, plus $100. Um, so, with that said, I wow. decided I was going to do a main prize winner and a second place. I had to go into my piggy bank and said, I'm going to pull out 50 bucks for a second place winner because I just had to do it. Because, uh, you know, there was, there was so much good content. So, uh, there's going to be a second place winner. That wasn't announced before. I decided to do it last minute. It might be. All of this um, moonshine that I'm drinking <laughs> in, you know, I'll look in the morning and say, hey, where was my lunch money? But I had to do it. You know, I made a couple of bucks at the last convention. I said, I'm going to throw in an extra 50 bucks and I'm going to have a second place winner. Um, so without further ado, we're going to start with the second place uh, winner and the second place winner. And uh, and I'll tell you why the second place um, is going to be. So the second place winner is going to be is um the person who came in second place is uh jason so so jason sucks uh, you know i really really dug this picture of duty so jason you're gonna get 50 bucks plus an interview on cast of craze plus um your this piece and uh your headshot and a little three three sentence bio of you in issue number six. So this is a bonus. Um, all I need you to do is um, send an email to me at contact at castacraze.com with your PayPal link, and I will send you the money ASAP. And, uh, but this is, you know, I really dug this piece. I really liked um, the look and feel. I feel like he captured um, Duty's look. I love the Herman and the UFO. So I thought that was pretty, pretty dope. Pretty dope. So I know everybody's waiting for who's the first place winner. Who is the first place winner? And I'll tell you, you know, what you know, the first they just was tough. I mean, you guys all did your thing. Thank you so much for entering. Thank you for honoring me with your talents and um and your skills. I really, really appreciate every single one of you for even participating in this. And uh, because you did participate in this, there's gonna be another contest in in uh, the new year um uh, when I launch issue number seven of Disney in my toilet. So look out for that one. I'm raising the stakes on that game, so it's going to be dope. Um, yes, I love that one too. And uh, so, first place winner. Oh Next boy! First place winner really captured the essence of the dudester. Um, captured the essence of 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 the theme. Um, really, really, it was it was it was a unique piece. Um, and it was a back and forth. It was a back and forth. I talked about it with George. I talked about it with my wife. And I was like showing it to people. I was like, you know, I, I put everything on the table. But this one, I think, really, really, really went, um, um, really captured the essence of who duty is. So, and the first place winner is Lupin. Oh, Lou. for the win. I feel like. I think what Lou did with this piece, it's almost like it captured me and, and molded us together. And uh, so it's like, if you have any, if you see any of the old shots of me, 
um, with uh, my shades and my hair. And I felt like, you know, there's a time, you know, and then, then the duty with his chancletas and his belly. And then Herman. I just felt like this piece really captured the essence of the character. So congratulations, Lou. Again, I just need you to send me your um, contact. Email me at contactthecastacraze.com. Contactthecastacraze.com. And uh, so I can, uh, with your link to your email to PayPal, so I can send you your earnings. And, um, uh, and I need you to send me. A 30 second commercial of, of what you want us to play on Cast of Craze for four different episodes on Cast of Craze podcast. So, you know, again, fantastic to every single one of you out there. You guys did a great job. And again, I would need everybody who entered to send me a high res, res a 300 DPI resolution of your image that you submitted so you can get featured in the book. Send me a little bio about yourself and a headshot if you want your headshot or if you just want your logo, whatever it is, with your social media handle. And it'll be featured in issue number six. Um, and again, so congratulations to Lou. Congratulations to Jason sucks. Um, congratulations to everybody. Thank you so much for honoring me. You know, I've been working on duty since 2005. I really appreciate every single one of you out there, um, for even just having fun and helping me spread the word about duty, uh, a character that I, I love so dearly. So thank you all so much. Awesome stuff, dude. Awesome stuff. Congratulations to both winners tonight. Nice little surprise. For yeah. the second place. And a uh, big shout out to Lou Pons, big supporter of the show as well. Big yeah, man. Lou, uh, you know, uh, Lou, Lou waited to the, the final hours. He, yeah. she, was, she, big shout out what she was doing. She was sizing up the competition. Big shout out to her, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was dope. That was dope. Looking forward to uh, seeing you guys on the show. So make sure you book your. Uh, yes. So your when name. you guys email me the 300 DPI resolution image, I will send you guys a link. You guys book yourselves on the show and we will interview every single one of you and get you on the show and talk about your journey in, in the arts and, uh, and help spread the word about what you do as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I told you it was going to be a, a, a packed show tonight. We went over the uh, the amount of time that we normally do, but this was well worth it. I hope you guys found it worth it as well. Thank you so much to Chris Wagan for coming on the show, and uh, big shout out and congratulations to the winners of the of the uh, contest. And thank you to everyone who <laughs> speechless. Thank you to everyone who um, you know was in the chat and chatted up about the the topic that we had going on today. So it was a big show, big show, big shout out to everyone. Thank you so much for coming on and then hanging out that's right dan's gonna be on next week dan barlow one of the submissions oh, he's gonna be on geez, and, uh, again john dan was um he submitted some really great pieces of duty um you know again all fantastic all of you guys are fantastic and i can't wait to get you guys on the show i hope you're not shy and come on catch the craze so we can chop it up and talk about art and uh, the creative process and your influences and your journey and all that other stuff um you know i'm so excited and what you know what's great about this contest was I got to meet a lot of different artists out there. So that's even, that was even more powerful. Um, so uh, congratulations to everybody. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. So yeah, no, thank you guys for coming on. Don't forget tomorrow I am launching Russ 5377 on the any one world platform. So you can go to my website, get or you can go to anyoneworld.com to get that, go to the website, check it out. I will be at Baltimore Comic Con in September. That's in a few weeks, a couple of weeks. I'll be going out there, hanging out with some of the people that I know. Big shout out to Michael Sammartino is going to be out there. Jane DeSantis will be out there. There's a few people that are going to be out at that convention. So make sure if you're in the Baltimore area, if you're making a trip out there, 
Uh, hopefully, I run into you. But yeah, no, it's been fun, dude. And you got obviously the uh, the yeah, the man. If you're gonna be in Texas, bro, you know, come and check me out at College Station Comic Con. Your boy's gonna be there. Um, I got 16 new prints. I got a brand new trading card, limited edition. These trading cards you can only get at conventions. Um, and it, and uh, so there's the, the the first version you'll get for free just for coming to the table. But the second one you can only get if you pick up the graphic novel. Um, and it's a collector's. You want to get it's a series and it's a prelude to the coming of the samurai story that i'm working on with duty um which will be launched at the sometime in 20 the end of 24 um at the end of this series and um yeah and don't forget there's the end of my toilet on kickstarter if you haven't done so already i would love for you to sign up sign up and uh so that you get notified when we launch on october 7th right here on second on right here on cast the craze podcast um and uh with that said man i appreciate everybody who came out tonight wow. shout out to um tights um you know um you know again he's doing his thing with tights and um you know and everybody out there i think yeah he's at uh, 216 backers now chris oh, Weedon. yeah so he's doing his thing couple. um yeah and, uh, you know, so with that said, and if you haven't done so already, hit that thumbs up, hit that like button, subscribe. When we grow, the independent community grows. We are the longest and first independent comic book podcast ever launched in 2005. And we do this because we want to give the little guy a spotlight um, in this world where there's so much noise and you don't get the attention that they deserve. And that's why we do it. We're indies um, promoting other indies and um, we can't grow unless you support us and you share it with your community. Make sure everybody in your community knows about Cast Craze podcast. Hit that like button, share this episode. Um, and uh, I hope to see you guys next week when we uh, talk to one of the actual artists who submitted onto the contest, Dan Barlow. So, with that said, I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. George the Gima Medina. And we are out. No, I was talking about my friend Aquis. I met him. Say my name. Say my name. This is what you were thinking? Oh, he's grabbing. He said, I'm the. What? You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze.